Martha, Martha, the Lord answers, you are worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed, or indeed, only one. Mary has chosen what is better, and that will not be taken away from her. As we wait for this zero to roll into a one, what better words that we can have as we focus on what Jesus is teaching us tonight, that he and he alone is the one thing that is needed. Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. How in the world do we sum up 2020? Right? You could take a few words and try. I was thinking it's probably not a few words, but more of an emotion, kind of like this. It'd be much more effective if I had hair, right? 2020, what a crazy year where we saw some very interesting things that as we were here this time last year, we weren't anticipating. We didn't know of such places like Wuhan and China. We didn't know what a coronavirus was. We thought it was named after a beer. We had no idea what was coming, but our Heavenly Father did, and He's seen us through it to this point. We are now looking forward to 2021. But just a, uh, if you would, a, a picture down memory lane as March happened, and there was fear over things like this in my hand, right? I never thought I'd use an empty toilet paper roll as a sermon illustration, but hey, There were some who were afraid that this was going to be the end of all things, and so they cleared whatever aisle they could of toilet paper or hand sanitizer or, as you even see on the other side, tissue paper because, you know, in a pinch. (laughs) Then you go through town, our town, a town where there's somewhere in the neighborhood of 40 festivals a year And even when we had festivals, some of our biggest festivals, we were in lockdown. We were in shutdown, closed due to a mandate. And we apologized for any inconvenience as though the business owners had any control over any of it. Places downtown that were empty. That's history. I mean, mean, just, it's fun in the middle of the early part of the morning to go downtown, but this is in the middle of the day. And you can see it's probably just around the Easter time as they're looking forward to reopening the city uh, back in April uh, 14. And now we all along this tourist town. Oh, please keep your distance as you're going to be here. Uh, Practice that social distance. Keep away from one another. And we have this thing called masks required, right? So not only do we have empty toilet paper rolls that we are arguing over or clamoring after, but we also have uh, cloth that's somewhere in the neighborhood of three and a half by five or maybe four by six that's caused a lot of controversy. Some are saying absolutely. Some are saying absolutely not. Interesting. Never ever thought we'd be doing that when we were gathered this time last year. And then we had social justice issues hit our streets on both sides of the conversation. It was an interesting year, to say the least. And then it was an election year as well. And even that was not without its own drama. 2020, less than 
seven hours, it's going to be behind us. But folks, we're, we're entering to 2021, and we are still in the middle of some challenges. And as we look at the one, as we wait for that, that zero on the end of the 20 to roll into the number one, my hope and my prayer is that we as a community of believers, we as Christians, would continue to strive to keep our focus refocused on the one that absolutely needs to have our absolute attention, namely our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. We as Christians, we as God followers, cannot be in the business of living for ourselves. We saw what happens in our society over the last year, what happens when people live for themselves or live only for their own desires or their own nature. It gets ugly. People hoard things. There's fear. There's panic. There's conspiracies. We can't afford to be a people that perpetuates such things. And the Bible actually puts it this way, and it's not in the words that we heard earlier, but Paul in Ephesians says it this way. He says, At one time you were in darkness, but now you're the light of the Lord. So walk as children of the light. He also says it this way, Look carefully how you walk, not as unwise but wise, making the best use of time because the days are evil. And then when a conversation that he wrote in on, by way of a letter to a young pastor named Timothy, who was getting set to lead a people to follow Jesus' teachings, Paul writes this to him. In the last days, there will be very difficult times. People will love only themselves and their money. They will be boastful and proud, scoffing at God, disobedient to their parents, and ungrateful. They will consider nothing sacred. They will be unloving and unforgiving. They will slander others and have no self-control. They will be cruel and have no interest in what is good. They will betray their friends, be reckless, be puffed up with pride, love pleasure rather than God. And here's the kicker. They will act as if they are religious, but they will reject the power that makes them godly. You see, there is no room for the Christ follower to conduct themselves this way. Walking in darkness, living only for themselves, it's me or my way, and, and, and you know what? We, we are sinful. We confessed that just a little while ago, and, and we confessed our, our need for a Savior, but this cannot be our way of doing things. There's too much at stake. There's lives that do not know Jesus, that need to know Jesus. And when they look at us as Christ followers acting in such a way where we're living only for ourselves or we're the ones in line hoarding the resources that we've been allowed to share with others, it's not a good thing. Jesus didn't come and live only for himself. No. You heard from the Colossians reading everything that he was. Everything that's been made was made for him and through him and for him. He has dominion over all of it. And yet he came 
And the one thing that he wanted to make sure would happen would that be that he would provide peace to the world through his blood being sacrificed on a cross. And that's what he's given us. He's given us peace. So we don't need to be afraid of whatever 2021 tries to throw at us. No, we have the one true king, the risen Christ, who dwells and will dwell and continue to dwell among us. He's our hope. And as we heard from the gospel lesson, there are a few things that are needed indeed, but only one. Mary chose what is better, and that will not be taken away from her. My brothers and sisters, the Holy Spirit has worked faith in your hearts, right into your hearts. It started in the waters of holy baptism. It continues to grow as it's encouraged, as you nourish it through reading God's word. And we'll tonight even get to have the sacrament of holy communion. Folks, all of this points to the one, the one that we get to look forward to walking with who walks with us, talks with us, promises that he's going to see us through no matter what happens. And we get to anticipate blessings. We get to anticipate challenges. But we also get to anticipate being a community of believers, encouraging one another in the hope of the risen Christ. And that's what we get to do. We get to remind ourselves on a regular basis that Jesus is in our midst. And that was the the challenge that Martha was facing in that gospel lesson. Mary and Martha were in their home. Martha had welcomed the Lord in, and and yet she was busy doing a a number of things, preparing. And You know, one thing that we got away from in, in 2020 was hurry, right? We had to. We had to shut things down for a little while. And over Christmas Eve uh, at our worship and events center at the 6 o'clock service, I had a chance to read a number of letters. And there were three letters from some of our members talking about the blessings that they saw in 2020. Some of those are just being able to stop the hurry. The racing around. Spending time with family. Reconnecting with their adult children that they hadn't connected with. One that was struggling with depression. And now is seeing their way through it. Jesus was in the midst of the home with Martha and with Mary. And Martha was running around. Was she sinning? No. She was just missing out on the fact that Jesus was there. And when she approached Jesus, he calmly said, Martha, come, sit, spend some time with me. I'm going to encourage you to do that. We're going to, over the next year or so, be writing a number, 2021. No more 2020, but 2021. Every time you write that number one, think of the one, Jesus Christ, that came for you. That's a year's worth of blessings. Every time we write the one at the end of our year, at the end of our date, write that. Jesus came for you. He lived for you. You are important to him. So every time you think of that one. There's another thing that we can do as Christians. Just one spiritual discipline. One spiritual discipline that that maybe you can take on. Maybe it's memorizing one verse of the Bible 
a week. Maybe it's talking with one person that does not know Jesus about Jesus and the hope that we have there. Whatever your one is, have your eyes and your hearts focused on the one that came for you, namely our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, who's dwelling among you and wants a relationship with you in 2021, 22, and beyond. Amen? Amen. And now may the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, guard our hearts and our lives in Christ Jesus. Amen.